0: What's going on, everybody? You are listening to another Picture Lock After Show. I am going to be talking with director Niasha Hattendi of the film Moving On. Make sure that you check out Friday's show so that you can get context for our conversation today. I am literally about to get into the car to head up to Washington, D.C., for the 2019 D.C. Black Film Festival. I'm really excited about it. Make sure you check out dcbff.org for more details. And I hope to see you there. In the meantime, definitely want to listen to what <laughs> Nyasha has to say about some of the things that he's learned uh, in becoming a director. Because again, as you know from Friday, he has been doing a lot of acting and this is his first film. And so it's something special about the way that he talks about learning. It's definitely that non jaded uh (laughs) old director that's talking so uh, this is definitely a good listen Uh, look forward to more unlocked episodes as well as um after shows this week i'm just gonna be dishing it all out there right before the fest so that you guys can really uh, listen to some of these filmmakers and then hopefully come out to the fest to see it all right uh We're going to hear from Niasha Hatindi right after this quick break. What if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post. I'm Kevin Sampson and my online course PR for the Indie Filmmaker does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do. And as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, I realized that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know in a behind-the-scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your films, PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to prfortheindiefilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Picture Lock PR After Show. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have writer-director of Moving On, Nyasha Hatendi, sticking around. Nyasha, thanks for sticking on.
1: No, thank you, Kevin.
0: Thank you. All right, man. So uh, with the after show, we're focusing more on PR and marketing for filmmakers, the filmmakers that are listening. Um, and so, you know, I got two questions for you and then you could to flip it on me and ask me a question. So the first question okay. I want to ask is what's the biggest thing you feel you've done right in engaging the public and marketing your film?
1: Oh, the biggest thing I think I've done right is, uh, well, putting it out there. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Just um, just applying to festivals and, you know, just um, actually being brave enough to say, you know what, it's it's a piece people are going to make of it what they will and just hoping for the best and putting it out there and letting people see it. Um, that That's the most important thing is actually putting it out there.
0: Man, you know, I, I, it's funny because we were talking offline for a second and you were like, oh, man, you know, I'm a freshman in this. Um, but off the bat, like, this is just, this is one of those wise Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, put just put it out there uh, and apply to a fest. Yeah. And I think really what you're getting at is the experience that comes with actually creating something and putting it out yeah. there. And um, that is something that you can't, you know, you can read in a book, but it's not until you actually experience it that you're able to um, gain that wisdom and that that school of either hard knocks or just the school of life actually teaching you how to do it. So I I do think that's great advice. Mm -hmm. Um, Second question for you, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from mistakes in engaging the public and marketing your film? Um,
1: I guess the, the biggest lesson i learned was uh, don't try too hard because you, when, you, when, you, when you put something out there, you always want people to pay attention to you want people to, to, to see it and admire it and see the good that you see in it but um, I think one thing that I would the, one mistake I, I probably have made and which we all do which is totally human is by giving to people too much power with their opinions over what your work is. Um, um, and I, I think you've got to be careful of that. Just know that some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. Um, don't take the criticism as anything negative personally. Take it as something that is actually going to help you define who you are define find your audience and find where it belongs and find where your voice is going to be most effective. Um so don't take it as negative, basically. Try and take it as positive, a way of finding a place, in a sense, or finding your home, finding its home.
0: You know, what I really appreciate about what you just said, which is don't try too hard and um, not giving people too much power with their opinions of your work, uh, mm-hmm. that is a way of engaging with the public that, you know, we haven't really talked much about uh, in the after show. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because... You know, I remember distinctly when I tried to do the Kickstarter, I, I was doing a Kickstarter for the Hollywood Blackout, and it's a documentary that I wanted to shoot, in which I was looking at diversity and the lack thereof in Hollywood. And I remember because, you know, you got a month to kind of launch the Kickstarter, hopefully get the money, and, you know, it's for 30 grand. I remember that mm-hmm. I, I started getting involved in like Kickstarter forums. Um, and, trying to grab knowledge from folks that have kind of done it or at least you think so and mm-hmm. there was a, a person in there that like actually took interest in you know the kickstarter and the, and the site and he kept telling me all these different things that like were wrong with it and the change and i kept changing it and then uh it yeah. wind it wound up that like i was wasting time oh. doing what this guy was saying rather than actually you know just focusing on pushing the kickstarter forward and so you know what you just said is just so true it's a way that like in engaging the public we don't always think about is how public opinion can sometimes start to inform the way that we're either engaging with people or even like changing our craft so kind of like you said like knowing what uh, what's the meat to take off of the fish and then spitting the bones back out. So that's, that's great advice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I I totally get you. I totally agree. It's it's a very fine line um, because, you know, often when people see something that they like, they they kind of want to take ownership of it. Do you know what I mean? And they sometimes do it subconsciously and you've got to be aware of that when you, when you put it out into the open, because um, people's opinions are going to be informed by their own experience and not necessarily by yours. So it's important to kind of be aware of that. You know, when you when you when you do do that and and try not to allow it to undermine what your real intentions are for 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 your work. If
0: yeah, most definitely. You are a wise man. All right, Niyasha, if you could, uh, I'm going to flip it on you. You get to ask me a question. uh, As a filmmaker, film critic, film publicist, festival director, what's one question that I could answer for you?
1: Okay. As a, what is, and this is going to be quite a broad question. I mean, um, um, but uh, what is your mission with, uh, With all of those hats that you wear, you you clearly are very um, dedicated to the craft, you clearly have a love of cinema, but uh, is there a larger mission um, and and what has driven you to do that and how does that inform your work in, in all the different capacities?
0: Yeah, you know i think that that <laughs> man, that is like a that is such a difficult like what do you what do you think yeah. about at midnight when you're laying in bed and looking up at the ceiling <laughs> like that is a really great question um i appreciate that thank you for asking that you know uh, yeah, yeah. i think about that sometimes myself because you know you, you were we were talking in the um picture lock interview earlier and you're just talking about like uh, finally doing something with, uh, Jason Reitman that you could like earn a wage. Right. And so wearing so many different hats, sometimes I'm just like, what am I doing? Like I'm spinning all these different plates. You know, I went to school, uh, to become a filmmaker. I learned that I like film criticism and then that spawned into like the website and, you know, now radio show and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, uh, And then on top of that, like publicity kind of spawned out of the fact that because as a film critic, I'm seeing so many films, like especially on the indie circuit uh, and different festivals. And so I know that there are like great stories out there. But for folks that aren't critics, right, folks that really aren't in the industry, they don't really get to see all these great films. And so instead, all that they get is, you know, the popcorn blockbusters, tentpole movies that we see in the theaters, And then at the end of the year, um, you know, we're able to see some of the good films that critics saw, like, you know, at Sundance in the beginning of the year, whatever the case may be. Um, And so uh, for me, I think wearing all the different hats has been um, spawned out of just kind of life and where life has taken me. But ultimately, what I see myself doing is using all of these different hats to, one, give a voice and microphone to the independent storytellers um, give a voice to diversity in storytelling and filmmaking uh, because I think that's one of the things uh, that you know we're just lacking uh, and yeah. the at the end of the day uh, why film is so important to me is because I believe that film truly can change the world you know we look at you know films like Blackfish and we think about SeaWorld, like, <laughs> is d- 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 weren't we talking about Universal Studios in the beginning of this? like what where is SeaWorld yeah. now? You know what I mean? Like uh, so film has the power to really move us to change us. Um, but there's this universality uh, in good storytelling. That can yeah. that can really have an impact and an impression on people. I mean, you talk about E.T. Um, obviously, yeah. you weren't a, a little white boy, you know, with an alien growing up, right? But there was something yeah. in that story that resonated with you. And so, for me, yeah. um, with all the different hats to kind of wrap up on the, answering your question, I just feel like what I what I try to do is uh, when I'm as a the filmmaker try to tell stories that will resonate with people and make a difference Um, as a publicist championing uh, the indie filmmaker and making sure that their film um, you know has legs that are long past when you say that's a wrap because i think sometimes Indie yeah. filmmakers forget that it is a film business. And so if I can help them as a publicist, that's what I like to do as a critic. I love championing film. You know, there's nothing that makes me more excited than seeing a good indie film and being able to, you know, give it some more shine either on the website or yeah. on the podcast, etc. And then as a festival director for the DC black film festival, it's definitely about telling stories, um, by and about or about people of African descent, because i feel I truly feel that when we see ourselves on the big screen, no matter what color or, um, you know, sex, gender, etc., cetera, um, there's something about that that really validates us. And so I think that that's yeah. really important. And so hopefully that answers your question. But, yeah, man, that,
1: that, yeah. that was a good one. Uh, yeah, well, no, I'm glad. Thank you. And I really appreciate you answering that with that clarity. Because it's, um, you know, it, it's really important for people to know that because, that, that you've got this very this network of support that people have the, you know, this this intention to elevate and to shine a light on on people that don't normally see see that you'll get that sort of exposure or have that kind of support and it's uh, you know really for me for me personally I, I find it's an absolute privilege to be able to talk to you about this stuff and you know engage like this about my work and how you do your work, because it just reminds me that we're we're all connected in that respect. The reason why we do this is not ultimately for for selfish reasons. It's because we want to improve the world in which we live, and we want to give people a chance that otherwise wouldn't have a chance. And we want to kind of, you know, it comes from a place of love and respect and admiration. And, you know, the more we know that about each other and the world, the more we know that about our community, yeah, the, the better the world actually becomes. So, uh, yeah, good. I, I have to say, I'm really, really admire what you do, and I really appreciate you taking the chance to chat to me and give me a platform to talk about my work. It, um, it means a lot, particularly because this is my first movie, so it's um, it's a milestone. To you, so it's much appreciated.
0: Man, well, I really appreciate uh, you, and I appreciate the encouragement. And you're right, man. I do think that. Especially in the industry, and as you know, it's just an actor and, you know, all the different stories in which you're able to embody characters and and bring their stories to life. And now as a director, um, it is a labor of love. Um, But, you know, I think definitely, especially as an actor, right, like you can only be uh, Niasha for, you know, your lifetime. But when you're an actor, you get to experience those uh, different, um, feelings that other people experience. And so, um, like you said, it's all about that connection, all about that love and trying to make the, the world a, a better place. Um, uh, so, you yeah. know, that this has been a great after show. I feel like for some reason, I, I just got off of the couch of a therapy session. Uh, but Niyasha, if you could like really quick, uh, how can people follow you, or, or find, find you online, social media?
1: What's my my Instagram is Niyasha Hatendi one two three I think very simple um, and I, uh, my Twitter is at nyashabishbish. Bish Bish. Um Bish, B-I-S-H um, which is a nickname um, doubled up. But uh, <laughs> that's you know that's a story for another day. Um, um, and that's it. And then of course, you know, I guess I'm on Google, you can Google me and you know I'll probably pop up. Um, <laughs> that's it, man.
0: yeah. All right, writer director of Moving On, Yasha Hatindi, thanks so much for coming on the Picture Lock after show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Glenn.
2: Many independent filmmakers find themselves in the difficult position of not only bringing their film into fruition, but getting it in front of the public to be seen on their own as well. So how do you build a community and develop a marketing strategy for your film when you are the PR and marketing team? Based on years of experience, filmmaker, film critic, film publicist, and festival director Kevin Sampson offers practical advice in Army of One. PR and marketing for the Indie Filmmaker, taking readers through best practices in setting up your film to engage the public and market it from pre-production to post-production. Find out how to start building your community and create sustained engagement in pre-production. Develop and administer a social media marketing strategy that you can keep up with by yourself. Create and assemble behind-the-scenes media through the stages of production to use with your film's marketing. Attract film critics to review your work through your website, email, and in-person interactions. Navigate the film festival circuit in a way that doesn't break the bank. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by the do-it-yourself nature of independent filmmaking, this book is for you. Available now on Amazon.